You're listening to Pure and Utter. Did you hear about the Irish magician, Ryan? No. Instead of pulling a rabbit from a hat, he pulled a hair from his hole. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> if you are learned to drive in a graveyard, you're not going to kill anybody there. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> well, if you farted when you looked at it, you're going to shite yourself when you hear the price. <laughs> <laughs> you are joined with Ryan Lynch and Gary Gamble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Pure and Utter. And this is Gary Gamble. And in front of me is a man called... Ryan Lynch. Yes, Ryan Lynch. The man who invented the lynch mob. <laughs> this is episode number... Eight! Eight! Episode eight, back in your ear holes. Yes, we're back in your ear holes. How are you? Thank you for listening to Pure Nutter. You're so good listening to us. We would like to thank you individually by taking you all out for breakfast. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Just breakfast. No, just breakfast. Breakfast, because it gets in the middle of bed early in the morning. You don't have to worry about them then. Get out of my bed. Come on, your breakfast is ready and then get out of the house. I like it out of here. Get a taxi. (laughs) No, Gary, tell me, what have you been off to this week? This week I have been working on a new single that I am going to release release for January 2024. Oh my God, you're very prolific. Yes. Today I'm going to talk a little bit slowly as we had one complaint out of 5,000 emails. We didn't have that many emails, Gary. Okay, 500. And (laughs) I was told, please slow down a wee bit when you're talking. Especially when you're telling your jokes. Shut up, I don't chat that fast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so you've been recording the new music you've been working with Wes this week have Would you? you slow down yes I have been in the studio and uh, I was in working with harmonies and fiddle players and you were fiddling accordion. oh I was fiddling and I was doing more harm than harmony <laughs> lots of fun in the studio lots of fun and lots of fun anyway what about you <laughs> I've been having a really riveting super exciting week doing my tax returns oh my god <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, it's desperate altogether. I do not like this time of year. And do you not? No, because I don't. love it. The days are getting longer. No, because I have to do my tax return. Oh. That's what I'm chatting about. But sure, it'll be over now soon. And then I'm off to the Canaries next week. I can't wait. I wouldn't go to the Canary Islands if I was you. Why? Because it's full canaries of canaries everywhere yes. you go. I was in the Virgin <laughs> Islands last year. And do you know this? There wasn't one canary in it. Don't use my joke. (laughs) You gifted me that. You can't use it. (laughs) I've copyrighted that now, Ryan. You owe me royalties. (laughs) Anyway, it's into our first topic. Good evening, welcome, and a good morning, and hello to you wherever you are in the world. It's lovely to have your company. Do tell us where you're from. Our email address is pureandutter at gmail.com. Oh, so Gary, you made me watch a clip of Saltburn, didn't you? Yes, I did. Saltburn is um, trending at the moment. So Sophie Alice Baxter Sombard on the dance floor. And there's a few mad, weird and wonderful scenes performed and acted by the fantastic and Irish actor that is Barry Keoghan. Yes, he's from Dublin. And did you see GQ magazine tried to claim him as English? I was shocked. I seen that, <laughs> but sure how we're all trying to get a piece of him, <laughs> male or female. And Ryan watched <laughs> some of the scenes that I played from. We had a little reaction video. We can check it out. You can find it on all our social media. Yes, you can do that too as well. It's pretty gross. To it's be fantastic. But sure, Ryan, you said it's just what you do too as well when I'm on the shower. <laughs> <laughs> If you know what we're chatting about. Yes, and if you know why you know. we've been dancing about the house naked all week to murder on the dance floor. Murder on the dance floor. You know what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our first topic, Here shall we? Here we go. Dad. 
Okay, Gary Gamble, I have a question for you. Oh, no. Have you ever in your life ever stole anything? Stolen everything. Apart, anything. F- apart from the hearts of the Irish nation, but apart from oh, that. Do you hear him being <laughs> so sweet to me? He's never sweet to me. Let me think, Ryan. Yes, I have possibly have stolen things. I know that I've stolen things that... No, you, you don't even know. What, like a set like of four matching glasses from no. a pub? No, no, no. okay. No, no, no maybe me. like putting diesel in a, in a forecourt, you know, and then driving off. What? That's yes. properly stealing. That's done. It happened to me a few times <laughs> in what? Scotland. And then the police ring you or the police, the police station, con- or the petrol station contact the police and then the police contact you like, oh my God, did I forget? And he's like, I but they know, like... If it's genuine, if they can't get you, oh, so God, I'm like, oh, can I, can I give you my credit card and pay it now? And they're like, no, I want you to ring this number and ring the shop. And I was like, oh, perfect, because it's, it's all cameras now, anyway. So that happened before. Also, I paid for an item and a few items actually, and maybe have something under my arm, and then I walk out to the car and go, oh my God, I forgot to pay for that. And I go back in, and sometimes say, oh, lost your, doesn't matter now, gone ahead. And sometimes I just pay for it. So if that's what's called stealing or theft or kleptomania, then that's it. You're kleptomania. Oh, how am I now? I'm Cla- not. Kleptolina Jolie. Like, I wouldn't intentionally go out to steal things. No. Know what no. I mean? You're not Winona Ryder, are you? No. Winona Ryder. Oh, she's class. Ah, she's a kleptomaniac, sure. She was done. Why did you not know about that? No, what'd she do? She was stealing clothes. Like, I'm not her stealing it's, it's, I think it's a bit of a thrill for some people um, to steal stuff. You know, it's a bit of a rush. And so sure, sure Winona a writer isn't short of money like oh no so it's not like she needs to steal stuff but she was probably just doing it for the crack she just likes the thrill of oh being go caught. on let's go on a oh my god and what about you have you ever stole anything um to be perfectly honest with you i absolutely have yes oh when <laughs> why who um, what where when who did who do what and who did it pay well when i was very young i think it must have been about three i went to uh woolworth's before it closed down. Do you remember those good yes. old days? Woolworths. And um, with my aunt, and when I came back, now I don't really remember this, I remember bits of it, but I've been told the story many times. Um, I came straight into the house and ran straight up to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And my parents were there with my aunt, and they were like, what's wrong with him? And I, I ran up to the room, and I took... Do you remember those um, gummy hamburgers you used to ah, get? Ah, uh, they were in the plastic packet. In a plastic yep. packet, but it was a big one. And I'd stole one of them from Woolworths, <laughs> run up to my bedroom and shoved the entire thing straight <gasps> Ryan, you could have into choked. my mouth. I was like... <laughs> and then my mum came up and she's like, what What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you running up here? Uh-huh. And I'm like... Mm, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's in your mouth? And I'm like, nothing, nothing. And she's like, open your mouth now. And it was the burger. And she's like, where did you get that? I stole it I'm sorry and then they were like oh. we're gonna ring the police on you we're gonna get them <laughs> to take you to jail and then you'll have to spend the night and I was like no I'll oh, never no steal way, anything Ryan. again <laughs> <laughs> it's just a silly thing you don't like so funny I learned from that is that why Wilbur's closed like now because I, I put them into um, administration <laughs> with all my burgers <laughs> Oh my goodness, poor wee Ryan. I could just picture you to you that innocent, but you weren't really. Oh, uh, we devil <laughs> underneath. Oh, sure. You still are. Hey. So Gary, I have a question for you, right? Right. So imagine you had an invisibility cape, right? And mm-hmm. you could make yourself invisible. The cape? That's on my back then. Yeah, you could, co- you could cover your whole self, <laughs> your massive hole, your whole self. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And you could go in and steal something. Right. What? 
Would put you, it under the cloak. You could hide it under the cloak. That's the specific. Let me think what it could steal under a cloak. A, um, dime, a diamond? I'm not sure I couldn't get under the bank without knowing the code. The Mona Lisa? I uh, wouldn't probably get through neither. No. What about um, a cigar? What? <laughs> Let me think. Um, there wouldn't be something that I would want to steal unless I was working for somebody and they said to me, we want you to steal something like the Mona Lisa, as you say, so I could put the invisible cloak on and go in and they would just see it probably floating off the wall and then into oblivion. Imagine, under my cloak. Imagine <clears> we had the Mona Lisa, we could hang it up here in the studio, sure look class. But sure, what would it get you? And if you try to sell it, then sure... You'd be caught, and then that's the end of the world, as Skeeter Davis says. Oh, do you remember Skeeter? Oh, Skeeter's a wee critter. She's a wee critter. I know. She was a big friend of Philomena Begley, yeah? She was. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you the question, because I just can't think of an answer. I was complicated in my head, thinking, I don't even know what it's still, because I would have too many options, too many questions. I was saying, invisibility cloak, how it would work, where I could go, would it work with razors, could it walk through walls? So I'm asking you a question. The question is... If you had an invisibility cloak and you could put a rabbit around you and then maybe stick an item underneath it too as well to hide it, what would you steal and why? Do you know what? I would go into the nearest jewellers and get a big sexy emerald ring and I'd wear that ring all day long. Well, I don't know why you think emeralds are sexy because they're cat. I wouldn't buy one to a dog or a cat. But anyway, each to their own. Well, so a lovely big sexy emerald ring, <laughs> right? Go ahead. Where are you going to wear this emerald ring? Um, Anna Tiara. I haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's and getting I, better now. And I'd, I'd wear, um, I, I would go then and steal some long silk gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just, do you know what I would do? I would wear my tiara on top of the invisibility coke and put the two hands out with the emerald ring and scare the shit out of people. <laughs> You're on about too much for Ginger Johnson. That's what's wrong with you. You'd be like a drag queen then, all right? Oh, I'd be an invisibility. Okay, no. Well, I could just picture you with the tiara and the emerald ring. I thought you would steal. Aye, what would you steal? I, 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 I don't know I, I couldn't think Mona Lisa or something and then hang it up and then try to sell it to everybody and then I'll probably get caught so there's no point stealing anything well that concludes the little theft so it's time for another segment of the week it's Daniel Loki Daniel Loki is where I sing song lyrics as Daniel O'Donnell and Ryan has to guess the name of the song I don't sing them I talk them then I sing it at the end Ryan are you ready? I'm so ready listeners are you ready? I'm ready gladiators are you ready? <laughs> the post it takes so long So I've got to sing this song To let you know how I feel What's the deal baby And I can't wait for you And the things you make me do My heart is ringing So I'm singing this song for you I, I don't know it What? This is the first one I've never got Oh my god here we go Sing it. Sing, I search from town to town But I can't find my bird ooh, ooh. I got so desperate That I sent a rocket to the moon In New York City Someone says they saw you singing the blues But it was a man from nowhere land That looked like you I will keep searching on This feeling's much too strong My heart is ringing And I'm singing this song for you Heart's ringing and I'm singing this song for you Oh I don't know. I do know, but I don't know. Oh, 
I'm horny, horny, <laughs> horny, horny. So horny, a horny, horny, horny. I'm horny, 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 horny. How do I get it? So horny, I'm horny, horny, horny tonight. Oh my God, I'm horny. Oh my. See, I was gonna sing the start of it. How does it go? You got me horny in the morning, and you know, oh, oh. I tried to call you, but I can't find the pillow. I sent a message to the internet but it rejected I wrote a letter and I sent it with the post Ocarina <laughs> 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 you didn't get it this week no. first time ever we got him <laughs> on episode 8 Ryan, what sort of car do you drive? Do you drive a manual or an automatic? It's manual. Sure, love a good gear stick. Oh. What do you drive? You drive a... I drive an automatic. You I drive couldn't. the Victoria Beckham mobile. Yes, the wee Vogue, Range Rover of Vogue. I love it. The wee red sporty. I used to be always a Mercedes-Benz man, you know. But then I went away from the Mercedes. Lord, won't you buy me? Mercedes-Benz. Then um, I was in Scotland, but I was picked up one time at the airport to do a festival um, uh, from Aberdeen. And was going to a place called the Lenniskeen, the next in the Lenniskeen right. class we place, Hutnani Festival. And this girl picked me up and I was like, oh my God, this car is nice. It was a cream interior. And I was like, oh, I want one of these. So my brother and his friend went to England and got me one. Whoa, mm. no, I love your car. It's, it's, it's a lovely wee uh, motor. But I love your car too, as well, because it was passed down by your granny and granddad. And you're never here, so you don't even, even need a car. Like your car sits your house 24, like 24 7. You never hear use it. It sits at Belfast Airport quite a lot, I know. to be honest. That's all it is. But um, no, it does the job. Sure, we'll see if it gets through another year. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run it. I'll run it's it a Volkswagen, the by the way, folks. A Volkswagen Golf, is it? Golf. Golf. Yeah. And it's a class week car. I think it's 2000. Good suspension. 2002. <laughs> <laughs> 2002. But um, no, Victoria Beckham designed the Evoque and the sound system and all. And you can watch it online and all this stuff. But um, no, I kind of liked it. And I was always a Mercedes Benz man. And then Range Rover. And everybody says, oh, you'll have problems with the gear. Max, no problem with the engine. Ryan, I've never had a problem with that car. It's automatic though, right? Automatic. Yes. Automatic. Two pedals, stop and go. It's a go-kart like. Oh my God. I know. Well. What kind of car, like say you're retired now aye. or you've just got a year off work and you're saying, right, I'm going to have a good car for myself now to drive but for the rear, year. What kind of car are you going for? Okay, I'm, I'm not into like cars that much. I probably wouldn't mind like a, a fancy Tesla or something. But if, I, but if I could pick, if I could pick a car tomorrow, yeah. I'd get a mini Clubman. The big mini. Oh, they're big. Oh, the class. The doors in the back. Aye. Class, aren't they? Oh, I, could, I could get a Labrador in there easy enough. Exactly. I, no, I'd like a clubman. I don't know. Maybe a nice. Uh, well, guess what I would get, Ryan? What? I would get nothing. I would just keep the car I have because oh. I, I actually, I actually had a, is it the Velar? No, the one higher than a, a Vogue, the one above it. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I had it for a couple of days and I gave it back. I hated it. It was a cat. Why? Oh, God, the tires are big and massive and chunky and the whole inside thing and you wouldn't have passed a garage. Like that thing there I have at the moment it could go on air. And also a Spice Girl didn't design it so you're not going to drive that. Exactly, Victoria. <laughs> I will not forget you and your design <laughs> techniques. <laughs> Tell me, Gary, yes. when did you pass your driving test? I passed a test when I was 17. Oh my God, did you? As soon as I was able to drive and learn to drive I done thir- to do 12 lessons and then I was on the road and you passed first time uh, no I didn't I was doing I think I done no I, I failed in my th- was it theory or th- oh my god but anyway I, I got a second time my dad used to learn us to drive um, and the, I hated this thing about this clutch 
like one time my dad said to me, could you let the clutch out? And I opened the door because I didn't know what the hell is a clutch like. And he was laughing his head off. And you passed your test. I oh, know, but and actually I passed it. Was it an automatic? I learned it. I learned to drive um, with a gentleman called Kim Myers. Uh, he lives in Elgin. And I used to live in America with a guy called Paul. Paul Myers. So when we were Polly Pancakes. Polly Pancakes on Instagram. Hi, Paul. Uh, he was here with us recently in Ireland. And his dad learned me to drive. Nobody learned me to drive, Ryan. In a graveyard. What? Now, the graveyard's <gasps> in Elgin. Uh, Elgin over in um, America, just outside Evanston uh, in Chicago, are, they have street names. They're so massive. Really? Yes. And I was like, why are we going to learn to drive in a graveyard? You're not going to kill anybody there. That's, that's what he said. <laughs> well, Gary, you're not going to kill anybody in here. <laughs> so, like, it was a big Chrysler car and the sliding door, seven-seater. And like, uh, I was like, Oh my God, it's so easy to drive. Oh, wow. So I was only 16 and um, you, forward was easy. You just put your foot down, turn left to right. It was called driver's ed. You have to go for first. And then reverse was simple. And he showed us how to reverse around a corner. Then Paul would have a go. And we're like, wow, we can drive. This is simple. And then when I came to Ireland to do my test in 17, I was like, hold on a minute. This isn't the way you drive. I was like, I was in a car before and there's only two pedals. I was like, Daddy, this is three. I was like, oh no, we've got a clutch over here. But they call it uh, a stick shift. Stick shift. Uh, but we call it manual. Or oh, dear. Have you ever seen them videos online where um, people are driving these new electric cars through mm -hmm. a graveyard mm -hmm. and the sensors can pick people up where Dead the graves people. are? Oh, no. Have you seen uh, that? I've seen that a few times, actually. Oh, that's creepy, isn't it? It is freaky. But no, I know that they do that in the graveyard. I think it's something to do with the headstones and sometimes the heat of the sun because it's also happened in the towns, but they're not as popular. Like lampposts can light up as people too as well. It's like sensors. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's all ghosts. Mm, it could be ghosts. You never know. Where did you learn to drive, Ryan? And what age were you? I learned to drive in Oma. Well, I started learning to drive before I went to university. And I did my test three times and failed spectacularly all three times. Oh, three times. Third time lucky. And then I went and did a... Third time unlucky. Uh, no, I didn't pass it third time. I failed then third time unlucky. I failed all three times, yeah. Oh, right. And then I went, when I was 27, I went to work in Cyprus for a season. I was singing out there. And uh, I couldn't drive and you needed a car in Cyprus to get around. So you went to Cyprus and you had to learn to drive? No, I was in Cyprus and I couldn't drive and everyone else had to drive me around. And I felt, for the first time, really useless, like I needed to get that license. So as soon as I came back... I had three months off before my next job. So I just went and did the lessons. Did another driver's uh, test. Failed again. Number four. <gasps> four? Then went for number five. The day before I had to go away, mm -hmm. I was going to Yorkshire and I had to, I was moving away. I was going to be away for a year. And I passed. Oh, my fifth God. attempt. Lord Oma has too many roundabouts. <laughs> A terrible hum. <laughs> I always say that they should take the roundabouts away so traffic can just go straight on. Aye. I did do my um, test to get my uh, license for a moped. Oh. I can drive a moped up to, I don't know, is it 150cc? I'd like to learn to drive a motorbike. I could see myself dressed up in the leather, maybe the chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Heading up to the rally. Not driving to Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> From Paris to Berlin and every disco I've been in. <laughs> I, uh, do you know what I done then after I passed my test? What? I went for flying lessons in Enniskillen Airport. Uh, <laughs> From bad to worse. Like, uh, and uh, I just thought, to hell with this, I want to try and go for a pilot. But then I ended up singing, so that was the end of the eight hours of flying. 
Yeah. Quite expensive, do you fly, you know, too? I'm sure it is. <gasps> well, it was easier to book them in blocks of five than just go and do a single. But I didn't know that after <laughs> three, <laughs> three or four <laughs> flights. Well, sure, you live and learn, don't you? Anyway, we're flying off the topic of driving. So let's go to our next topic. Meow. Meow. So, Gary, I have another question for you. Right. It's Blue Monday today. Oh. It is. And that technically is the day of the year that dun, most dun, people dun, 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 are dun. feeling down. Oh. Or blue. Or depressed. <gasps> oh my or God. sad. Because it's after all the festivities at Christmas. Yeah. In January, people haven't been paid. It's like a wee slump yet. now, we low. It's a, a wee slump. Lump. And apparently it's the one day of the year that the most people feel blue. Oh, the critters. So what would you say to anybody listening who's feeling a bit blue at this time of year? My what God, what say? I done today? I got up and went out for a walk and said, wow, look at the snow when I got outside and uh, see like as Dolly Parton says if you want the rainbow you got to put up with the rain like I know that seasonal affective disorder is maybe one thing that's probably going against them it could be the thing that maybe they're looking at their banks accounts going would you just spend a wee bit too much at Christmas oh yes. god I done that and that so that maybe that's the second factor and the third one is everybody just doesn't want to go back to work after having such a good time and stuff mm. like that so it could be loads of wee things like that but I would just say get up and get out there we've got longer daylight hours coming Yo-ho. we've got Valentine's Day around the corner we've got a good February too as well and the weather's going to be and we've got daffodils coming out everything's going to change and your spring cleaning is going to happen shortly and then we've got St Paddy's Day to look forward and then we've got Easter to look forward to so there's so much stuff like and uh, we've got a really really warm summer ahead of us so stay with it and get out there and know what you could actually work on if you want you don't have to do this you can work on your own well-being you could take up a little bit of maybe just look after your mental health and do we walk every morning or maybe work on a new diet or work on your how what do you call that a summer body is made in the winter oh i so maybe there you go you could do something like that it's hard though a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves with new year's resolution no pressure on yourself look at my new year's resolution it's everybody says you're mad but i'm not because they see me i'm enjoying myself i'm not going near a gym because you know i'm not going near a gym not the person gym the actual gymnasium (laughs) (laughs) it's because it's packed and those people are going to start filtering out now when they say oh i couldn't be bothered with this anymore and then i'll have the gym to myself in february but definitely, I think the days are getting longer and you're going to see that. Oh, didn't didn't they God. say by the end of uh, January we're going to have an extra 38 minutes or 39 minutes? Yes, Ryan, day? I always plan a hot tub party on the weekend that the clock goes forward in March. And you know that because we get daylight hours right up until 8 o'clock, half 8 at night. And that's in March and you can go and check it because I look at that <clears throat> religiously and always make sure I plan that weekend around that. Well, So you could be barbecuing in the garden in March. Well, they always say... <laughs> I don't know about no, that. No, they do. How we, sometimes we get really good weather in March and they, everybody would say, well, don't cast the cloud till May's out, which means don't be taking your clothes off and don't be going into the water and stuff like that. Because I know it's daylight hours, but I, I've seen a few people and myself last year get burned sunburn in March sunburned in March I, hi did you not remember St Paddy's Day 1 March and it was scorching wow I know I'm sure there's so much to look forward to this year yeah hi it's only January it's the start of the year and if you are feeling low and at the bottom, there's only one way up now. So keep at it. And the only way is up. I know what you do. Listen to this podcast and we'll get you out of your Blue Monday. Anyway, we hope this helps with the Blue Monday. 
Blue Monday. Do you know Kylie Minogue? Done a Blue Monday thing. I just can't get you out of my head Boy, your love and his more I think of you go, that's our Blue Monday Ryan, do you feel lucky, punk? (laughs) I'm not sure Ryan It is Blue Monday Do you feel lucky? I don't know Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> What's that? It is a Clunty's fit or something. Used to say you feel lucky, punk. <laughs> something like that. Uh, Ryan, luck and gambling. So, have you ever felt lucky or went to a machine and then or a bookies and says, "Here, go and put a fiver in that," and then you come out with maybe a million pound in your pocket? No, it's never happened to me. <laughs> Sometimes I do, uh, like I do the Grand National every year, and just do you? I pick a wee name that stands out to me, something that's a bit funny, right. and I don't look at the odds. I just go with the name. And that has proved to never work for me because I've never <laughs> in all my years won anything on the Grand National of doing it. My granny used to always get us a wee bet on the Grand National every year. Oh, and we could darling. watch it together. Brian, recently we celebrated your birthday uh, with a little bit of gambling. Gary's a name and gambling is a game with Ryan Lynch. Aye, we went for my birthday to the dogs in Lifford. <laughs> we were gone to the dogs. Gone to the dogs, the dog races in Lifford. Greyhound racing. We did, we went to the Greyhound racing along with Eilish, my Muller, your Muller, the whole clatter of us, Trudy, Mary, the whole shebang. And um, it was a great night. Yes, it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. And guess how much I won out of 10 races? I don't know. Zero. <laughs> oh, nothing. I'm just not lucky. Didn't like I won one in the middle and one at the end? Ah, you win a, a bit, and Eilish win a bit, and everybody yeah. won a bit. And, and you I, didn't on your birthday? On my birthday, I got zero. That's because the universe knew that you got loads of presents and money from and gifts from us, and it says, right, for us being so good to you, they returned the favour to us. That's how the universe works, folks. <laughs> That's it. Well, I would like to win the dog races one time in my life. I'll have to go again. You've got to be positive, though, I think. Um, Sometimes this is this is very very weird. I'm not being big headed now, but sometimes I'd get a ticket for a raffle. I would feel I'd say, "God, I'm going to win this," and then I'd say to Mammy, "You can't hold that because I ain't going to win." Next one would be called her. She's how the hell do you know that? I don't know. I get this feeling, but then sometimes I just buy stuff and go, "No, I'm not going to win," and then you don't win. I think you do get the little feeling that you're going to win. My friend Teresa, um, Herity from Letter Kenny, she says to me one time, she says, "I bought a ticket for the car draw." And I was working on Highland Radio at the time. And Oshin used to ring us from uh, the Letterkenny Credit Union when I was on air. And the next minute, whose name came out? Like they call it a number 4210 and they go through it. Teresa Herity. Ah, she came out. And she was, and I had an interview then on the phone. So I brought her on air. And the the guy Oshin was chatting and says, well, Teresa, how do you feel? Like, can you believe that you won this car? I know what she says. No, I knew I was going to win it. Oh my God, really? She said it on the air. She says, no, I knew I was going to win it. She That's says, so funny. Is that mad? Like, so sometimes you just have that little uh, bit of positivity and feeling lucky and I think you won. Did you see Darren Brown? He done a show about it. Ah, oh, he's brilliant. He made up like this idea and about and he followed people like if you rub this lucky dog or something I think it was a statue in a park you'll be lucky and then these people all started to rub this dog but then it showed the people that were feeling lucky and robbing the dog and they were wanting these things and things are happening and then people that were like not interested were walking past 50 pound notes in the what? street and all this stuff set up and if they hadn't bought a scratch card they would have won and no it's just really really mad how luck can actually come your way as well but there's a lot of power, a lot of luck as well obviously Ryan you'd know in your game and industry and business that you work in like it is a lot of luck as well 
The right time, right, right place. Right time, right place, right people. And the other thing is, if you don't put your hat in the ring, you're never going to win. You're right, and you've put your ring in a lot of hats. Jesus. <laughs> 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 uh, you put your ring in a lot of hats that doesn't even make sense I know. <laughs> you put your hat in the ring and oh did you hear about the Irish magician Ryan no instead of pulling a rabbit from a hat he pulled a hair from his hole uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan is. have you ever tell us salt bornitis <laughs> what is that salt bornitis now I know there's sand burns and knee burns and carpet burns but salt bornitis do you know what this is now no I don't it's a person that goes over to a bathtub and Taste the no, water that somebody no. <laughs> somebody's bathed in or <laughs> played with himself and oh, yuck. You're so salt burnitis. So if you've got salt burnitis, Ryan would love to hear from you. I would not. And he'll come to your home and have a bath. I'm not coming in no bath. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that I'm going to record uh, me and you just dancing naked around my house to murder on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> are you up for it? No, they're on the dance floor. <laughs> are you up for it? Do you have any? Because I'll have to tell Sophie. Oh, no, not Sophie. Not Sophie. Are you a Bexterian or not? Sophie Alice Bexterian. A Bexterian. Bexterian. That sounds like a bad infection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Sophie if you can stop it. <laughs> anyway, we shall dance naked around the house and um, we'll play Murder on the Dance Floor. Okay. So guess what time it is this week? It's time for Gambles, Gambles. Garbage! <laughs> Whatever. Ready, ready? Mm-hmm. So Gambles, Garbage, I have to tell a joke and Ryan has to either like it, lump it, give me a score out of 10 <laughs> or if it's a zero. Last week's it was a seven. Mighty seven. Uh, I think I was being a bit generous to be honest. But, mm. uh, okay. Okay. This woman went to the jewellers one time, Ryan, she's called Mary. Okay. And she was looking for an engagement ring. Right. And there was all these lovely rings on display. There were silver rings and golden rings and onion rings and emerald <laughs> rings and every kind of ring in there. And even the three rings of marriage. You know what they are? No. The engagement ring, the wedding ring and the suffering. <laughs> anyway, on the bottom shelf, there was the best looking ring in the shop. And as Mary bent down to look at it, <laughs> she let out a bit of gas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she farted. <laughs> And if that wasn't bad enough or embarrassing, the manager of the jewellers was standing behind her and uh. he tapped Mary on the shoulder. <laughs> and he says, excuse you, Mary, can I help you? And she says, as she was bending over, she says, I just want to know <laughs> the price of this diamond ring. <laughs> and the manager heard her farting like and smelt her like and says, like, you want to know the price of the diamond ring, Mary? He says, well, it's like this. If you farted when you looked at it, you're going to shout yourself when you hear the price. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that's going to be a high score. That's a good laugh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Do you like it? I'm going to give it a 10. A 10? Oh, my God. <laughs> See, the simpler it is, the better. Whoa. Do you, know, do you know what? If you can laugh at a fart, life's <laughs> a sad place for you. You are right, Ryan. <laughs> Faggity ant, faggity ant, faggity ant, faggity ant, faggity ant, ant. It sounded like he said something else there. Right, Ryan, what's our faggity ant this week? He always reads them, never lets me read them. Um, okay. And he doesn't care. Okay, uh, this one comes from Anonymous. Okay. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes. You from love anonymous. I know. Um, I'm a young man. I've just turned 18 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm fallen in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, she's much, much older than me. Right. And she's my teacher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we've never heard that one before, Ryan. I'm head over heels in love, and I, I've tried everything to get her out of my mind. But all I can do is think about her. Please help me, Anonymous. There's so many people kiss their teacher. I see this like in the papers nearly every three or four weeks. So many teachers kiss back too. No, Oh my I've God. Seen, I've read one. I've actually read one recently too as well. About a week ago in the paper where somebody's going with the student. <gasps> teacher going with the lecturer going with the student. And ABBA are to blame apparently. Well, I kissed the teacher. teacher. That song was going around my head. Everybody screamed (laughs) when I kissed kissed the the teacher. teacher. But like, has has he kissed this teacher? Well, he didn't say in there. I think he's just a a massive admirer and head over heels in love with his teacher. He doesn't even say what subject it is and he's anonymous. So I suppose we can only say so much. Maybe. Let's look at it from this perspective. Let's say that the teacher isn't reciprocating that love. How can he deal with it in that instance, first of all? Mm. Well, I... It's like window shopping, I would say. You can look at the things and say, I love that. I'd love to get that. So if that's just happening, that's okay. But don't become a stalker. And don't be going over there saying, Miss, there's my number. Give me a ring after school. Like, that's just creepy. Okay. If you fancy her, then, you know, you fancy her and that's it. But guess what? There's other people probably fancy her as well. You're not just the only person. And there's also other people out there too. And plus the fact you're 18 and high. Hormones are raging. Exactly. Give it a bit of time. Bit of time is then settle down. Um, what I'd if, love to know what age that teacher is, by the way. Is this is more like she's o- probably older, seventy? Yeah. No, I don't. Forty, sixty. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. <laughs> they have so many questions and not many answers. Um, okay, what's the, the other side? Say the teacher does show interest. What kind of worms does that open? Oh, that'll be World War Six. No, oh, it's not worth going down that no, avenue, is it? Do not, do not. Wait till you're out of school and just get all that. Get your head in the game with learning at the minute. Yeah, get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Ryan, I found a tin whistle in the gutter one time. You know, Did in the you? sewers. In the mm-hmm. It was a tin whistle. I took it home and blew the shit out of it. <laughs> Take your mind off your teacher and put your mind more into your books and start learning something else, you dirty Brit. Aye! God bless him. We darling. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That is Faggity Aunt, Faggity Aunt, Faggity Aunt. Because I kissed the teacher. Everybody screamed. When I kissed the teacher And they must have thought they dreamed When I kissed the teacher <laughs> That's our faggoty aunt Well Gary, tell me What is your pure and utter shite And delight this week? Well my pure and utter shite Which is um, something that's not really Went to plan Is my brother, girlfriend and his friends Were going to Austria I was going to go too And they told me if I want to go The guy in the travel agency says just give us 350 quid and you can go with them and I was like ah happy days for a week skiing for six of the days and then great accommodation a lovely area in Austria and then I said to them okay I'll go so they messaged and they came back a couple of days Days later, and they says it's not no longer three fifty. If you want to add him, it's eight hundred and ninety nine. What? Imagine being told for so long it'll only cost you three fifty. It'll cost you three fifty, and then once they heard that I was going, they put the price up. 
Oh, so that was dear. a bit shite. So guess what? I didn't go and I went to Manchester instead. Well, you just dead right. I know. My brother's just back too. So hope you had a fab time, uh, everyone without me. <laughs> I was going to go, you know, but then I just thought, if it's a bit dear, like, why spend 900 quid when they say that originally it'd be 350? Uh, no, the travel agent's done this, not not my family or friends. So, so what's your pure and utter delight? Delight this week is, I can't believe how fast I've been working and quickly I've been producing some new music. And I can't wait for everyone else to hear it. And I'm just very creative at the moment. And thank God I'm not putting my energy into the gym and waiting in queues and lines for people to use the machines and stuff like that. So I'm just delighted that I'm out there partying, drinking and clinking and making new music. Well, there you go. <laughs> Ryan, what's your pure and utter delight? And You're <laughs> disgusted with me. <laughs> what's your pure and utter delight and shite? Well, my pure and utter shite, first of all, I got a fabulous tumble dryer. Wow. But I think there's something wrong with it. It's um, a really fancy one, but when you turn it on for the first half an hour, it just screams at you. It's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What kind of double tire is that? It's a Hoover, but I think it might have a defect. Oh my God, Ryan. It's a screamer. Are you sure there's not like, I know that's a washing machine, the bolts are still in it and all. Well, I I, I read the thing and took out, there was like little thing that you pull out. Um, I don't know, it just screams oh my God. at me. So, um, <laughs> Must look at that. And I have to drill your hole too. <laughs> Ryan has um, has a washing machine in and the, the, the lead, the electric cable is coming out of the worktop. So if I drill a hole at the back of it, it can go through there. So He has to drill a hole in the counter just yes. to clarify. Yes, Thank you. Yes. And my pure and utter delight, do you know what? Actually, my pure and utter delight this week what? is actually the feedback that we are getting from all yes! of these podcasts. I know. Thank you so much, everybody. So many people are listening in and so many people are really enjoying it. And do you know what? Big thank you for everyone who listens every week. And if you could do us a solid, go oh, on, share yes, it with please. your friends. Share it. Give us five stars on all the platforms. Yes. And that'll help get the word out. And as me and Ryan always says, sharing is caring. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the end of another episode of Pure and Utter. Yes, if you enjoyed our podcast this week, all you got to do is visit our website for more social media links and other ways that you can listen. It's a perfect and beautiful, gorgeous, stunning looking website. It's called www.pureandutter.com. Pure and Utter. Dot com. Dot com. And you can also find my reaction video to Saltburn on all oh, of our social media. He's a saltbulter, saltburntarian now. Oh dear. Right, Brian, I'm going for a bath. Would you like to watch? I'm not drinking none of your pesky <laughs> bath water. Get down. <laughs> Away for a bath, folks. Bye. It's murder on the dance floor. Get get out. I'm getting naked. <laughs> <laughs> get naked, Ryan. Go. No. Come on. Murder. <laughs> Murder. Murder on the dance floor. You better not get your kit off. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> It'll be off before you know it. Bye! Bye.